Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another visitor. Stay a while. Stay forever. This is The Boop Show for Monday, April 23rd, 2018 with Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway. Yeah, baby. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Boop Show. Brian's dancing. Well, I like to see that. Show. I always like to see you dancing. It's a good sign. I have to get my blood flowing before I talk about video games. Is that what the... Really? That's great. But Blood. Get your blood going there, buddy. Keep it up. Blood. Keep it pumping. Keep it rocking. Keep keep it going through your veins. Yeah, keep it in your veins. That's where it's supposed to be. Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Veins. You don't want blood in your um your urethra. No. Don't put it in there. Oh, no, that that burns. <laughs> no, it's no good. Nobody wants blood no, in their urethra. That, no, nobody wants that. Today's show title, Nobody Wants Blood in Their <laughs> blood Urethra. In hey, uh, one of the mods in the chat room, if you want to teach the chat room how to uh, suggest show titles, you can do that today, and I might use one at the end of the show. Uh, so watch for the links live, people. People at home, you don't need to worry about this. You don't have to worry about it, so I'll stop talking about it. But it's a thing we do now, and it's lots of fun and creates all sorts of hanky and panky. Hey, uh, Brian, it's uh, it's the show. We're back. We're doing it. We got things to talk about. I may as well just get straight to the throat of the matter. Let's get right down to brass tacks. Let's jump back into mythology. Let's get into a venerable series. Let's talk about God of War. Now, before what? I yes, before I do anything else, world of listeners, know this. I refuse to do spoilers today out of uh, respect for you and me. And here's why. That uh, Sometimes I let spoilers slip just because I don't think they're spoilers. Other people might. I'm not even going to go near those today because I think this is a special enough experience that I, I would feel bad about myself and would look sadly and long-facedly in the mirror if I spoiled something for you if you haven't played it yet or aren't playing it now. I'm not done with it yet either, so there's plenty that I could be spoiled on out there, although Brian's not playing it, so he can't really spoil anything, but you guys be nice. You don't nice. know. You, <laughs> you haven't talked to me yet. You don't know. Actually, I don't know. Did you play the game? Did you play God of War? No. <laughs> no, but you don't know me. <laughs> so uh, so I just want you to know that up front. I am not going to do story talk here at all. All I'll say about the story is it's really good and interesting and way more story than God of War ever gave you in the past. That's not a spoiler. Uh, that's almost the whole point of this new game. So so that's all I'll say about story in that context. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. We're not going to talk about points of story or plot issues or does, character does Kratos issues. Kratos get lucky? Can you tell me that? I don't have no idea. If he does, I haven't gotten there yet. So no. <laughs> I, I, you know how we always he used to get lucky all the time, right? Yeah, that was his thing, right? Yep. He'd run into some uh, uh, like sirens or something. Uh, yeah. Or whatever Greek mythology thing they want to throw at us, it's like ah, oh, that's uh, two siren sisters of of uh, East Olympia or whatever, and he'd end up in the sack with them. 
and it was video game boobs and stuff, right? Yeah, and it was always the time you had to turn off in front of your mom. It's like, oh, 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 oh yeah, no, yeah. No, no, or if no, your no, kids no, were no, in no. my case, if your kids are around for like God of War three, I'm like, oh, this is the scene. Everybody yeah. out, everybody out, because you know, otherwise it's just a big bloody goofy mess. But uh, once in a while he'd get a little frisky. I haven't gotten there if that's a thing. Um, the tone is so different. It's such a different game, but at the same time retaining its roots. Like, I just want to say, let me give you a little summation, and then I'll get into some detail about why I think this is true. Um, this is easily in the lead of the pack for my game of 2018. There are a couple of games still to hit that I think have a lot of potential. Uh, certainly Red Dead Redemption 2 has a lot of, uh, you know, heat on it to to perform. It's my That was my game of the generation last time. Right. So of the entire PS3 360 era, Red Dead 1 was easily my favorite game in that entire run. And so I have very high expectations for 2, which comes out in October. Uh, so all of that being said, uh, easily as the year has, has come and gone up till April, whatever, almost May, easily number one game. Like, you don't even have to try. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and just say, pretty sure this is better than most games I've played in the last three or four years. It's really, 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 really good. Really, 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 really the way Patrick would say it. So I'm, I'm at the red box, uh, uh, Red Box games because I always even even when people tell me how awesome a game is I don't mind going to the, my Red Box and putting down three dollars just to make sure it's my flavor of game. It's totally fine. I'm totally fine. I'm looking I'm looking at God of War, For Honor, and Far Cry Five is three available games. You definitely say Brian, don't even worry about For Honor. What's that mess? Far Cry Five, whatever. I know you haven't played it, but who cares? Go get God of War. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I would also say For Honor is a hugely improved game from its launch. It's that's a good game to to check out. Although, uh, be prepared for like the longest install times of your life. <laughs> it's really because not. I don't mean the game itself. I mean the right, updates. Right. The updates are like thick and fat right now. That, that that's thing. the only downside to renting boxes from uh, renting games from Redbox is if it is one of those. It's like here's the disc. Oh, but. Here's 20 gigs worth of extras. Yeah. You almost are, in some cases, like maybe even in For Honor's case, you're just about right. replacing the game in terms of total <laughs> data count. Uh, that's a good game, though. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I, from what all I hear, Far Cry is a perfectly competent Far Cry game, and I'll probably get around to playing five when it's on sale or something. But uh, God of War, dude. Freaking Kratos. He's Kratos. back. Uh, if some of you are going to wait a minute, the screenshots and video of I've seen, he's up there in the Norse mythology now. How's that a deal? That doesn't make any sense. He was a Greek god and he spent a lot of time with Greek gods and fighting Zeus and kicking A and taking names, right? That's him. Uh, that's still him. Uh, he escaped that world and, uh, and that's all I'll say on that point. Um, <laughs> doesn't escape it in the game. This is an old, this is, this right. is obvious because that's where the game is said. He's not there anymore, but he's in this. This Norse place, it's a different realm. Um, I like this world because what they've done basically is said, in the past it felt like, well, we're just living in Greek mythology, so this is the the setting for our game is the truth based on Greek mythology. Right. And that's all there would be. Well, it turns out the world's much larger than that, and it's really cool because it sounds like, I mean, it's, it seems like because there's at least this Norse thing that all the mythologies, Asian mythology, Hindu mythology, like whatever it is, there they exist. They coexist in this multi-realm sort of world of mythology we live on, and right. it's fantastic the way they kind of flesh that stuff out. So if you're sitting there saying to yourselves, "Oh, I hear how narrative it is now, and how story-based it is now, and how 
Kratos is older and wiser and maybe a little hesitant to be a psycho like he used to be and stuff. I love the old God of War games. Is this going to bore me or is this not going to be fun or whatever? I don't think so. I think this is where you're going to want to see him go and see him do things. And and don't worry, plenty of com- combat and plenty of, plenty of rad combat, like super cool, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just saw this sort of combat. Uh, graphically beautiful game. Runs great on a regular PS4. Looks even better on a PS4 Pro. Uh, even better on a TV with HDR and 4K. Uh, runs on all that. But uh, uh, it's fine on a regular PS4. If you're, if you're like, oh, I should upgrade for this one. Unless you've got a brand new spanking TV and you have 300 bucks to burn, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Just have what you have. Um, but anyway, it's got all the stuff I think I liked about the old God of War games. And what I liked about those games was the kind of super serious. Zeus has done much damage to our realm. And then you go fight a giant serpent with eight arms. And, you know, like it was just a cool, constant badassery that game, those games. And he's a cool character. I think he deserves to be up in that group of characters. Like, you know, if you're going to put like a, let's have a rogues gallery, Brian, of like 30 of the most coolest or most important video game characters in history, you'd have Mario and Solid Snake and Link and and uh, 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 Drake from Drake, uh, Dra- what's his name? Uh, Drake and Josh? Drake and what? Josh. Josh from Drake and Josh no, would be up there. Right. When you, you know, before he lost all the weight. And then you'd have, uh, <laughs> you'd have all these characters from all Epic. these games. And I think Kratos deserves a chair. He, before this, he deserved a chair. I think right. this game, though, gives him permanent res- residency and like everyone's humble bow. He's really, really, really good in this. And it revives that character and his world in such a way that is so tangible for me. It right. was like that game was getting... God of War was, was a big deal with the PS2 when it launched this first one, God of War 1, and 2 is even more special. But at the time, that was groundbreaking stuff, right? Just the oh, yeah. worlds it created, the scale, the fighting, the the combat was super tight. Like, all that stuff. Major big deal in the era of the PlayStation 2. PlayStation I'll tell 2, you, yeah. I'll tell you, the the most fun I had with God of War, I, I loved playing on the PS2. I loved playing it on the consoles. But I'll tell you, I really loved playing on my PSP. I don't know if you remember oh, that those, version. Those were or not. good. Those were great versions of that game. Yeah. It made my it made my PSP seem like it was so much cooler. Totally. And the the they had a collection of those PSP games plus its own original title on the Vita. Those were also yeah. excellent. The PlayStation 3 game was really good. But at some and I and I think the PlayStation 3 game was probably the pinnacle up to that point. They did a really great job with that. But at, at some point you get to a place when you're like, all right, well, we've kind of God of Warred ourselves to death. We're all out of gods to fight. Uh, Kratos has kind of been down the road and back again. Like, it, we're at a saturation point. What else are we supposed to do here, right? So what we did was we did an Old Man Logan on Kratos. Basically, basically yes, right, but not entirely, not in the way you think. It's not. This is not a lifted story from Marvel's Old Man Logan storyline, oh. no. um, and it's definitely not. It goes in places I didn't see it going. In fact, I'm I'm constantly going in new places, and I'm probably I don't know what am I probably twelve hours in or something. Wow, it's a big game. It's like summer. <laughs> people it's are, a big game. Brian. People are it's telling a, me twenty-two to thirty hours, depending on how you play it, how well, quick you rush it. That's for a story. Yeah, a story yeah. game. That's awesome. I agree. I agree. Now you're maybe somebody heard me say that and realizes that I'm just slow, but I'm really breathing it in. I'm I'm checking out every vista. I'm unlocking every possible uh, little uh, puzzle along the way. There's lots of little puzzles to get chests and things. 
uh, hidden stuff. So I'm, I'm paying a lot of attention to those things because I really like it. Uh, mechanically, it's really cool. It's you and it's your son. And you're trying to get somewhere. Won't go into where. Um, but it's you and him walking along. And basically, he becomes a power for you. So not only is there huge amounts of story going on between old man Kratos and his son, but he is a usable tactic in fights. Um, he's your bow, basically, but you don't have a bow oh. personally. He's off in the corner, and you can tell him when to shoot, what to shoot, how to shoot, what arrows to use. Uh, oh, he also that's... can he can also jump in and do combos with you as you build out your tech tree on like abilities and stuff. There's stuff where you can you know he can grapple somebody, then you can do something with your axe that totally finishes the guy off. Oh, where normally good. Take I would, longer. That's what I was gonna ask because I'm like I, I like the idea of him kind of you know you know being off of the distance and and shooting and kind of helping you assisting there. But I was also like, wouldn't it be cool if you could like do like your real son and grab him by the legs and swing him around? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there is some, you know, there's stuff like there that, but like it's that? not. It's not specifically swing him around that I know of. I'm not very like I say. There's still tons to unlock, so I don't know right. if I eventually get one. But right now, he's not. They don't have any kind of swing the kid around and knock people. Man, over. I would love to airplane my kid around like big old Kratos. Oh and yeah, kid, dude. Kid's got a sword, knocking heads off. Just slice them all into pieces. It's a brilliant yeah. idea. Maybe they'll get there still. But uh, their relationship aside, mechanically, it's really fun to have basically a an AI companion. Mm. who's does exactly what you want when you want him to he doesn't it's not that overly complicated a lot of it's just i need you to shoot here when i tell you to shoot here um you basically have a boy button because <laughs> he calls him <laughs> he calls him boy boy all the time oh guess who, over here guess who the voice of kratos is by the way in this oh i don't know i should know this who, who is it uh, you remember uh the uh stargate sg1 remember that show i loved sg1 is you, it tilk you remember tilk yeah yeah. Why is Tilk really? Christopher Judge is yeah, amazing Judge. in the VO. He's so good. So good. Oh, he would be spot on for that character too. Oh no, he's he's, he's eating it up, dude. He's he whatever you win at the end of the year for like best video game VO acting, whatever. I don't know if anyone does any awards like that. That dude should be right up top, right up front. Excellent. And listen to this. Troy Baker and uh, who's the other popular guy that plays Drake and uh, Nathan Drake? Um Oh, gosh dang it. Troy Baker is a huge VO guy, and then the other guy is too. Right. I, my brain just went blank on him. Chat room, help me out. It's okay. Uh, whatever his name is. Anyway, those two, like, they're the top two VO dudes, uh, for men anyway, in, in gaming. They're both in it. Oh, that's... You, see, you already sold me there because <laughs> I am a sucker for some good VO work. Yes. It really, it really, it really like, puts the bow... On a really yeah. good package, you'll love it. <laughs> Nolan North, that's who it is. Nolan North, Nolan, and uh, and and Troy Baker uh, are in this together, and they play some pretty interesting roles that aren't what you maybe think. I won't tell you what they are, but you'll you'll see. Uh, but yeah, Christopher Judge killing it. Now, someone in the chat room said he did VO and mocap, so that's interesting. Ah. That's even cooler than I thought because Kratos is a grade A mother fracking badass in this, Absolutely. like he sh- is in everything he's supposed to be. But this has so much more depth to his character. They take him in places emotionally you've never been with him. And it all feels right. And it feels not only right for a new beginning to this series, it feels right as a way to treat the previous games and the history of this game. It doesn't just bury that stuff and say, well, that was for kids. Now we're on to more. No, now we're serious. It's not like that. It's like, yes, now we're serious. Now we're we're going to new places. Now we're doing new things. But don't forget, this all happened, and it was important, and it mattered. And who he is now 
is about who he was then with major life alterations. Like, you, they don't ignore that he was God of War 1, 2, 3, and mobile and everybody and all the other ways you played that guy. And it's mm. fantastic the way they do that. Like, that is my major admiration for this game is to be able to take the series in this place and to do it so deftly. Nothing feels janky or tacked on or a waste of time or go collect a thing for no reason. Even the stuff where it's kind of collecty, it feels like, oh, I want to. This is a fun thing to do every time I do it. Like, it feels mechanically satisfying. It's not, it makes you think the puzzles aren't simple, um, but they're not ridiculous either. The combat is not simple, but also not ridiculous. Um, Very addicting combat. The only final thing I would say, and then I probably said all I can say without getting into story points. Uh. The main mechanic, your main weapon is this is this axe. And uh, I gotta remember the name of it. Kratos axe. Is uh uh hold on. It's called the Leviathan. Leviathan axe. The Leviathan axe is an axe that was built by these dwarves, and it's got powers. The powers it has is basically it's an it's a thing you can upgrade throughout the game, but so instead of getting new weapons for him. You get upgrades to this existing weapon, but they're very significant. So by the end of the game, you've got something that's totally out of, you know, a monster powerful thing compared to what it used to be. But in a way, it's its own character. It kind of is just always a cool thing that you have. And um, it has this, the, the most important thing here is they basically made a Thor simulator with this game. And by that, I mean, he can, he can throw his axe anywhere as far as he wants and then recall it back to his hand the way Thor does with his hammer. Ah. And it's so satisfying. So imagine this. Right. So imagine this. I throw it through the woods to kill somebody or hit somebody or hit something uh, or find a puzzle or whatever I'm doing. And then you hear it coming back through the woods. <laughs> well, and it doesn't until you call it. So I hit the triangle yeah. button and it goes, you'll, your hand will go up and you hear it comes back in your hand. It just feels really powerful and heavy. But then there are times you forgot you left it someplace. So I'll I have chucked it out into the woods or fell off the edge of a cliff or whatever. And then I'm going about doing story or I'm working on a thing or getting through a door or whatever. And it's like 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, it's another fight. Oh, my my axe. And I panic for a second. As soon as you hit triangle, it doesn't come right to you. You hear this right. like, <laughs> like you hear it banging through all this distance that you had just gone through. And then just shunk in your hand and you're back at it. It's also imbued with a bunch of I frost love, stuff. So freeze I love things. that idea. It's not, it's kind of like uh, in a lot of games where you, you had to call your horse. Right. Yeah. And like you hear it whinny off in the distance. Then it, it comes. Yeah. This is, and this has the too. added this has the added benefit of not being all buggy like those horses are. You know, like. Right. The horses are. They have to pathfind. They have to <laughs> try not to get caught up in some stupid wire or whatever. This guy. It sounds like it goes. It's like it goes straight to your hand, unlike horses who always, no matter where you call them from, you'll be standing there and you're like, well, I called him. Yeah. You'll be looking around <laughs> in one direction and, you know, then you'll decide to turn around. And it's like, oh, there you are. Yeah. Yeah. Scare no. me there, Mr. Horse. It's really, really great. Uh, it yeah. feels so good. I think that's the number one thing here. If this, if that stuff didn't feel so good, you'd have just a otherwise pretty game and a great story, but it wouldn't feel good. The combat feels really good, fluid, fun, exciting, different every fight. You can get really creative with these combos. Uh, or you can just play super simply if you decide to. You can lean very heavily on range combat with the sun and his arrows and you and your axe. Or you can rely more on heavy melee combat 
with or without the axe, with your shield. Oh, you have the shield on your other wrist that when you pop it, it like fans out. And when you put it away, it fans back down. So it's very cool. Anyway, I love it. Oh, the other thing, uh, the, the, this is just a, another mechanical note. Um, the loot system is very Diablo ish. Uh, and by that, I mean, like I'll kill a, a monster or a sub boss or something, or I'll open a big crate and a bunch of colored things will pop out. Like they're colored based on rarity. So the same as you'd see in Diablo or even, you know, Hearthstone or any of these games where world of Warcraft, whatever. And, uh, so one might be this purple super rare uh, axe handle or a super rare rune I can plug into it or a super rare pair of pants for the kid or <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> Boy, I got some pants. Boy. Boy, I have some Wranglers. Boy. Boy. I got to find I got to find sound of him saying so, boy. So Kratos uh-huh. is opening crates is what I'm hearing what you're saying. And I got to I got to know no spoilers with the story, but I do have to know what kind of personality changes has followed Kratos now that he's a father? Because in the old games, he was a bit of a rapscallion, right? It didn't mind blurting out the many foul-languaged things that he did. Well, I mean, he wasn't like... I mean, he was always yelling in the old days, right? Right. Just always going, Enough of this! And he'd whip out his dual whatever and tear your butthole open, right? <laughs> In this thing, he's he's older. You've seen the pictures. He's old. He's got this beard. Right. He's grizzled. Uh, he's just still a buff monster, but you know he's he's right. seen some years. And you're not told any other backstory about when the kid was born. I mean, the kid's probably ten, is mm-hmm. my guess. They don't even say how old he is, but he looks he's like he's maybe ten. Um, you don't know anything about the relationship with his mom. You don't know anything about anything really in this thing. And so all you can kind of gather from it is that at least my feeling was, is like, Oh, this is a Kratos who's seen some stuff. Obviously I've seen him see those things. And then he found, he found a way to escape that somehow. And to try to get away from it, he tried to create some, some, uh, some settling down, some, some, some sense of a family and, and, and people to love and care about. Because up till then, it's just chaos and killing everything. There's no love. There's no, you know, none of that stuff. It's why the story works so well is because you've got this guy that came from such chaos and is now, you know, try, had, had, clearly had tried to find domestication in a, really we, in a really real way. Wanted to have this, you know, wanted to save a, his soul, really. And that's how I right. feel. I don't know. The game doesn't tell you. And that's partly what I like, too, is they leave some of that kind of floating, at least for now. I don't know until maybe I get further in. But um, but now he's faced with new challenges and has to kind of face his past again. So it's a great allegory for people. We have to face our past. Sometimes we're a-holes and then we turn a corner, <laughs> but then sometimes that stuff catches up to us. Like, it's that it's that allegory just done extremely well. It doesn't feel cheesy. It doesn't feel broke, you know, uh, tropey. Um, it feels tropey in the right ways in that he's huge. The music is like, um, here, like this song, check this out. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you hear that? Oh, I hear it. Yeah. Bear McCreary's soundtrack is fan freaking tastic. You know him from BSG and. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred other things. Um, made, uh, uh, walking dead theme, uh, other stuff. Anyway. So good. So uh, I don't want to spend all day on this game. I just feel like I could. It's so good. Yeah. So good so far. I crave it 
now. I want to play it now. And uh, I think it's easily easily a contender and way out ahead of the pack for game of the year right now. There's a lot of year left, so we'll see uh, if anyone, anybody can top it. But um, the other thing I'd say, uh, just real quick, for those wondering if it's super linear and it's just story beat to story beat, in some ways in the early goings, it kind of is. It feels like one of those Nathan Drake games. You kind of cut scenes, interesting dialogue, cool story. Oh, got to fight a thing. All right, let's fight a thing. Teach us the mechanics. Okay, now we have some more story. You move on. It's obvious where to go next. It's not like a big open world where you can kind of pick 15 different things to do. But as time goes on, that opens up. And it takes its time. It doesn't do it right away. Um, in fact, you know how most games... This is no giveaway. You know how most games you go in and you just have you have a radar or like a, a, a compass marker and it's like, oh, my objective's that way because it says go that way. There's the arrow. That's just how games are. They come out that way. They just have an arrow. This game has no none of that until it does. And when it does is it decides to use this super rad story point to give you a compass, even though it's just this basic mechanical thing that all uh, all third person open world action games have. So they they slowly deal out to you these things, but they make them relevant to story and characters in a way that I'm not used to in these games. And it just feels so good. You're just like, oh, that's how I get navigation. Badass. Then I start thinking in my head, how about like, I'm, I'm really going far into here. How about when I want to transport all over the place? Like, what if I want to uh, quick travel? You know, every game has to right. quick travel and they all do it differently. But usually they, they kind of tell you up front how that's going to work. Not this game. You get way mm-hmm. in and they give you a really, really cool story point that gives you quick, quick travel, but doesn't in a way that feels organic to the story. So it's, it's the kind of game where it starts linear and just slowly starts to branch out and eventually there are things to quest side on the side but they're not but they're really meaningful and not just can you go find my goat i had a goat and it's not here no more can you get that goat and bring it back like it's not like that please use that voice <laughs> forever no. not just this show i can't ever gomer pile there's <laughs> a little bit of gomer pile in there but um uh, my bottom line is I, I, you know, I need to finish it, but I've yet to see anything that made me get bored, get tired, feel grindy. None of it. Like it feels right. so good. Haven't felt this way about a game in a long time. And I can't believe we're talking about a God of War game. As much how, as I've always far? enjoyed those, I can't believe that's the big innovation this year. It's blowing my mind. How far do you think I get in four nights? I mean, how many, how far in? Yeah. I don't know. I think I maybe could, maybe I could put, you could put in a pretty good, but you said like twenty hours. Yeah, gameplay, I mean, right? if you it depends on how much time you have in those four nights, I guess. But I think right. you could get as least as far as where I am. I mean, that's how long I've had mm. in four days. Right, right. I think ten ten dollars. No, it'd be ten dollars for four nights from the red box for this. That's a pretty good deal. Wait, is that how they do it? You can do it more days than you whatever? could. Yeah, you could do three nights for seven dollars, or three twenty per night, or if you do uh, four nights and it's ten dollars yeah now this will tell you how much how into this game i am the live chat will know this normally what i try to do while i'm talking about a game or when you're talking about a game and we'll do some of that today (laughs) i have all kinds of visuals up i run video i show you trailers i show you screen grabs all while we're describing what we're what we're playing what we're doing i didn't do any of that over the last 15 minutes because i'm so obsessed with this game it's all the focus like i'm so into it and they just rubbed all the right cheese for me, man. Oh, <laughs> so good. It's so good. All right. God of right War. On the, Get it. Right on the Gouda. And also, good luck, Red Dead Redemption. You're going to need it. Brian, tell me about Action what? Hank. 
Action Hink, not Hank. Yeah, Hank. Hank with an E. So this little game I picked up uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, best way to describe it is: Did you ever play the uh, PlayStation 2's Toy Story Three? Uh, or any of those uh, kind of games? Oh yeah, yeah. No, there was uh, a couple of those Pixar games were okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they're not bad. I especially liked, even though I didn't care for the movie very much, I especially liked the Toy Story 3 for the PlayStation 2. I played it a lot. Mm -hmm. And this game kind of reminds me of that attitude because you are Hank, who is an action figure of sorts, uh, a little bit out of shape. Okay, he's a lot of out of shape, but he's kind of got that, he's kind of got that 90s action figure kind of vibe, kind of post 80s but really kind of generic does that make sense maybe we talked about yeah. it did we talk about this guy last week i thought we well, did well did we talk about this guy <laughs> we did actually but the reason why the reason why i remember us talking about it is because it was my name that game uh segment oh. which was uh to lead into what am i playing next week and yeah. that was what i was playing so uh this game is uh you you run and you slide and you time and that's about all this game is your action Hank and your action figure. And it's kind of like a almost a little bit of a side view, not quite a little it's like bit two, turned. 2.5D, they call 2. it. 2.5D would be a perfect description of that. So you have to you have to run with your beer, beer belly and wife beater for a little ways, usually on most of the tracks. Right. Uh and and then you get to a certain point and you and you slide down slides and you have to hit this butt and uh, you slide down a slide. And what you're trying to do is create momentum. Uh, so you can get the fastest time for completion of each of these kind of tracks where you're on uh, partially like wooden blocks and you'll run for a little ways. It's like a little kid has set up a, a track for you to to ride on. Of course, there's no little kid involved, just you and your big butt and beer belly sliding around. But everything's I, you know, uh, like micro machines. Everything's yeah. You're you're like, like a little tiny dude on like uh, Hot Wheels tracks and stuff like that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And the dude's just, he's such a stereotype, you know, he's just, yeah, you're God. He's just, you know, he just, <laughs> everything he does is enthusiastic and he yells and he's funny to watch run. Yeah. Okay. So I've, I've only played local. There's no local co-op, but you can go online and play with other players. But I didn't really, I wasn't really comfortable with that. Cause I kind of felt like my skills probably weren't up to snuff yet. Yeah. I didn't know if I'd have the, the action hink time put in to get online and, and compete with other people. Plus, I don't know if anybody's even left because this game released like in 2015. Anywho, there is a really fun thing with this game, though. Is it on you PC, choose... by the way? What platform are you playing it on? Oh, I'm playing it on PC. Okay. Right. I think it may be on other platforms, too, but it's definitely on the PC. I got it on Steam. Yeah. Uh, currently about $15 or so. All right. Uh, so the music's pretty hot, too, by the way. You can get you can pick it up with the soundtrack for about 20 bucks, okay. Or you can buy two, two for only $25. What am, I, what am I working for? Jeez, yeah, so you, you get, working for Action Hank or what? What's the deal? Yeah, right. So you get one for yourself and one for your friend, which would be great. But I already know there's no sense in me doing that because I already know I'm the worst gamer in the world, apparently. Because by default on Steam, uh, when you're running each race, when you get through, it throws up all your friends who have played uh, and it shows their times. And I'm like, oh, OK, that's cool. Uh, Obsidian was one of those people. And he just, you know, he kept beating my time everybody everybody in the whole list was beating my time i was Wait, always at the obsidian sergio von whatever his last name was yes. is playing obsidian. this he's playing this game 
That's crazy. I can't say he's playing it currently. All I can say is that at some point in time he played, and this it, the cloud intrusiveness that is Steam saved that score. Mm-hmm. It did more than that. It actually does more than just save your score because what happens is uh, you could choose to race either against uh, a gold medal, silver medal, copper medal, uh, or uh, one of your friends. And so who, so do, the little the little ghost guy is your friend then. Ghost guy, yeah. right? So you're you're ghost racing, which is great. Yeah, and it's actually really good because this game is very much about timing, and you have to time uh, certain moves just right in order to get to the end mm-hmm. with any type of decent time. Mm-hmm. And so every time I would race against Obsidian, he's like, he's always just out. We'd start out together, and I couldn't see his ghost, and all of a sudden his ghost would start creeping out in front of me just kind of creeping out in front of me until it got further and further away until I could no longer see him. I'm like, what is he doing that I'm not doing right? Mm. I don't know. How do you feel you about could. the character designs of these guys? Because it's not that uh, not that I want to... I'm not bashing somebody else's art, art here, but I these remind me of some, some high school kid in detention draws this on his desk. That's, that's the charm of Action Hank. It is supposed to seem like a world where some you know 13 year old created all these action figures and you know it's just that's the whole idea right this is why isn't he action coated. hank instead of action hank hank why why is he not action hank i i don't know i'm a, i can only assume that there's a action hank somewhere okay they could right. or maybe hink hinky i don't know yeah I didn't dig that deep into the game. All I know is that obsidian beat me every time and i was i was saying bad words by the time i got through so i i there's a lot of tracks, by the way. This this game is actually pretty deep with the tracks. There's 70 unique levels, yeah. uh, which after, I only played maybe like about 15. Oh, that. And all? I felt no. like I'd had yeah, I felt like it had enough because I was like, wow, I'm getting my butt kicked every every time. But he's there's also uh, playable characters, and I only I didn't lock unlock anybody else apparently, or I didn't get to that point. Uh, I would like to go back and do some more of that. Also, want to do some of the level editing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've kind of been having fun doing on the PlayStation 4 with another game I could talk about just real quick sure, because sure. it uh I didn't get I didn't get much time with it but uh April PlayStation 4 the plus no oh, yeah uh, you yeah you got Trackmania Turbo yeah, yeah that's true true story yeah uh, also got Mad Max but I didn't play that what a piece of crap no so, that game's good <laughs> That game's good. That's a good open world game. It's not great. It's not the best game ever made, but it's, there's nothing wrong with Mad Max, the 2015 open world game. I didn't see you go in that direction. <laughs> Track Mania Turbo for the PS4. Building tracks. Man, it's never been easier. Uh, it allows you to build your own tracks in such an easy way. I have played some uh, level editors and some track builder games before where you go in and you have to you have to define everything and you have to put down every prop and you have to define you have to dig the earth down to certain levels and pull up the levels this is more like arcade level uh building tracks where you just you you have your little uh you have a little screen pop up and it shows you the different type of track pieces you can put in and you just start putting them in and it kind of like builds the terrain around it and Mm -hmm. puts up little you know little decorations and stuff as it goes along real simple to build um and so I actually had fun doing it because lots of times I get too mired down uh, in the building process and don't ever race it. This one, I was just like, flip, 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 mm-hmm. and jumped in and raced. But it's a real good, fun racer from what I've played so far. Uh, yeah, the people like this is, game a lot. People are into it. 
Yeah, I'll tell you, make or break a game. If if you have a a a game that has drifting in it, if if the drifting is not right, out. No, if the drifting, drifting is needs right, to be right. Yeah, no. It, it's got to be it's got to be solid. And this the drifting in this game is is solid. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like a good drift as well. In fact, yeah. uh, I'll t- I'll say this is kind of sacrosanct. Or I don't know if this is bad to say or not, but I don't think I could play Mario Kart if there wasn't such great drifting in it. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? If it was I, just turn around the track and try to hug the corners and all that, oh, and that's all you had, I'd say. You that, mean like the original? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so painful to go back and play that. Well, the, the original had, it had drifting, but it was, I mean, it was 2D drifting. It, I wouldn't say it was drifting. It was more like... Uh, Loss of control. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. They've definitely refined it. There were some times yeah. when they made it too good or too too uh too tight. Too tight, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm all for when they back off that a little bit. But anyway, uh th- there you it, have it, it. Track mania. Yeah. Uh, and it's fun because there's a it, the track mania is fun because it's not just a straight racer. There's all kinds of obstacles, all kinds of crazy jumps you gotta take. Uh so Sometimes some of the jumps are insane because are, you have to like. Are the graphics finally better? Because the, the original Trackmania looked like garbage. It's okay. It's okay. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah. It was not a distraction. This it was is not. Tur- it, this is Turbo? It, is this the most new uh, Yeah, deal? this is Turbo. Yeah, okay. so I think it's what, 2016? Is that right? Okay. Is that, I can't remember. Does that sound right? Yeah. They're kind of bad but, at yeah. marketing this particular game. They uh, Ubisoft acquired this from a pretty relatively small European developer and then kind of ran with it and i kept thinking oh this is good because that means we'll get better graphics at some point or, or something will improve and and then i forgot now i'm thinking I, maybe i should pick it up it's free if you got the playstation plus just go ahead and edit to your library you don't even have to download it now just throw it in there there you oh, go can you imagine this game in vr i'd want to die oh yeah i would love to have this game in vr i would go ahead and puke now because <laughs> it already it already gives me it already gives me anxiety because one of the options for starting, you know, you got your normal starts where you just kind of go, but this one actually has a start option where you can start from a helicopter and you're suspended in the air and the helicopter will drop you down and you like free fall for a little ways and then you hit the track and then you go. And and man, even, even that not being, you know, VR, it already makes my butthole clinch when I, that car's coming down. Ah, It's a track running though. It's bad. Uh, it's pretty fun. It looks like fun. I need to probably pick it up. If it's free on PSN right now, why am I? Why don't I have it? Why? Why are you even talking? You can. You can actually even go online. You can log in right now while we're talking online and add it to your library. Ah, so the internet is where you're saying I have to go online. Is that it? Online with your web browser. Okay. Use your go, pull up your uh your your mosaic <laughs> browser and uh, okay just type it right in there. I can do that. Uh, speaking of racers and uh, PlayStation, because I was so chomping at the bit for for God of War to unlock, and I had the preload and all that going, I was hunting around in there, and I noticed that the normally thirty four dollar Wipeout Omega Collection oh. was down to nineteen. And I love me some Wipeout, huge fan. Uh, so I was like, yeah, give me some of this, please. So that's what I did. Uh, I bought it. <laughs> so wait, I didn't just think about it. I did it. I did it. And uh, Wipeout, the Omega Collection, is basically all the Wipeouts, the modern Wipeouts, I should say, collected and re-upped. And it's 4K if you've got a PlayStation 4 Pro, uh, 60 frames per second, 60 frames 30 if you are 
or no, sorry, 60 frames 1080 if you're just running a 1080p. So no matter what, you're getting 60 frames per second. It also now has <clears throat> VR support. I don't have a uh, PSVR, although I'm looking to try to get one on the cheap. Um, Man, they had those recently uh, with game for like $199 or something. I know, something. I missed out on that. Crazy. I will do that. Next time those go on sale, I'm doing it um, because okay. I, wa- I really want to play. I hear the Wipeout integration is super solid. Um, but I played Wipeout fanatically on the PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. It was my Zen game. I loved it so much. Uh, 2 or Wipeout XL, it was called. Uh, an amazing sequel. Oh, it's incredible. Uh, that was also on PlayStation 1. I played every iteration of that game, uh, including up until the PlayStation 3 stuff. And then this Omega Collection came out last summer, late, late last fall. And uh, I didn't pick it up. I don't know why I didn't. I wasn't. I guess I just wasn't super PlayStation-y at the time. And I was thinking, well, maybe my days in Wipeout are over. But man, no, did, I, never. did I get a wild hair last week about about picking Wipeup out. So I bought it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's awesome even without uh, VR, it continues to be just such a great racer. It's in my top three racers of all time. My favorite racers of all time go like this. And this includes like whole series, but I'd say wipe out the Mario Kart series and uh, burnout paradise. Now you'll know from that list that none of those are sim- simulations of any sort. They're all very arcadey. Um, and that's just fine with me because I love Wipeout. <laughs> anyway, the point is, uh, I picked up Wipeout and played that a whole ton, and that's kind of what I spent a lot of my gaming time with when I was waiting for God of War to uh, to hit the unlock. Uh, so that was fun to revisit that, and I'm going to keep playing it because I love it, and it chills me out, and it makes me happy. Quick, what's the name of the game that was like Wipeout but was on jet boats? Uh, that was called, hold on, was it PlayStation 1? Uh, did they have PlayStation One? I think they might. I think they did. Yeah, I think they've had it was a bunch called of Jet or not Jet Ski. That, jet. That. Uh, no. Jet. Chat room, help us with this. Hydro Thunder. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Hydro Thunder. Oh, is that the one that's you're thinking of? Okay, that's what I was thinking. of. There was a PlayStation one? one where it was kind of like they were like hover bikes. Uh, is that Jet Moto? It, jet Moto is what I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Jet Moto was kind of cool, and I played Wave Racer, of course. But basically, non-conventional racers are always the thing I, I get excited about. I'll just see it and go, ooh, that's interesting. Like, when I play anything with, like, weapons is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And Wipeout and Mario Kart and F-Zero and those kind of games, they all kind of have a common lineage in terms of what they do, but they have a very different presentation. But I'm all about, like, the arcade racer. I don't care so much about, you know. I I am down with that. As a matter of fact, if, if the... Uh, if the pod racing game had just been a little bit more of that i mean it was it was pretty much those games right yeah star wars pod racer yeah and it was all right it was okay it's okay if it it had just been a little bit more outrageous Mm -hmm. like these wipeout games were yeah yeah it could have been uh could have been something special tell me about the norwood suite people keep talking about this i don't know what the hell this is Okay, so explain the Nor the Norwood suite I got in the humble bundle from last month. I do the monthly subscription on that, and I was it, it looked fantastic from the screenshots and from the uh, from the artwork, and I decided to give it a try and talk about a weird game. Uh, I did not know what I was getting myself into. You have got to be in a mood to play the Norwood Suite. And what mood is that? A surprised mood, because I had no clue it was coming. I can't imagine why I would ever want to play it other than the experience, because once you get into it, 
it's almost like you have to shift. It's almost like you have to shift everything. You have to like, you have to almost like take a pill and just like, uh, and accept that your mind's about to be altered. Oh, wow. One of these deals. Okay. All right. right. The lo- the, even okay. the, the please stand by uh, logo loading screen is spooky and weird. I don't like it. It It is. It is almost, you want to say is spooky, but it's not as spooky as it's just, okay. So the crux of it is, uh, this jazz music that kind of runs throughout this game. Uh, your character is dropped off by a friend, uh, and <sighs> she gives you. I was hoping you were going to say a helicopter, but this is like the other game. By a helicopter, <laughs> and you, your butthole squinches up. No, she drops you off like at at the bottom of a hill, down from uh, the Norwood Hotel, which used to be uh, a a pianist. He used to own. This is all told through the story. He used to own the home, and then it was converted to a hotel. Yeah. All right. So your friend has has tasked you with taking this demo CD, music CD, and delivering it to the DJ there, uh, who is uh, quite well known, and and she's trying to get in with this guy. Mm-hmm. Why you're involved, I don't know, but it seems it, it seems odd, and so. It's uh, it, this game would be so perfect in VR. I don't know if there is a version of VR. I haven't seen it anywhere, but it is very much built like a VR game because as you're walking along and the credits are rolling, there's no loading screens. Mm. Everything is just real time. So uh, when you're talking to your friend, uh, she doesn't actually speak. You get this weird jazz music Woodstock sound that kind of comes out of her it's that's really weird that's really discerning okay and uh but every time but every time you click on the person it'll advance their dialogue and there's a lot of dialogue man there's some reading but yeah when you when you head up the hill uh you start you start walking through the credits you know because they're all like they're all like you know how in most recent years they've started in movies they'll start putting uh the 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 text is almost like in oh, the shot. Yeah, in the, the it'll pan by and it'll be like it's yeah. in there. Yeah. That's common. It's a, it's a pan days. shot. It's sure. in, in it. Yeah. So it feels just like that. Yeah. And uh, so anywho, uh you find out quickly as soon as you get up there from several people you meet along the way that you're plain looking apparently. Can't see yourself, but mm-hmm. you're plain looking. Mm-hmm. And uh the place you're about to visit is full of really rich, snobby people or artists, maybe both. And you get up there and you start talking to these freaks. And they start giving you tasks to do. Mm. It's like, hey, go get me some energy drink that is the sponsor of this concert down the basement. You have to go, so you have to run these little quests. And every time you go get something, you come back, and then they give you a second false quest that you're supposed to go do. But you go do it, and you you find something, and you never go back to the person. Is it me, or the graphics just... Oh my! Terrible here. The graphics are both terrible and fantastic. Is that the idea? Is supposed to be discordant and weird and it's that that is the perfect word discordant. The mm. whole thing is supposed to make you feel is it, it was apparently uh, the game was uh, created uh, by a a jazz musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that definitely permeates in this story as well as a. Another game that he had developed that's kind of very similar. Uh, and it's, uh, oh, I just, some ways I just want to go, I don't want to tell you anymore. I want you to go experience this weird crap, but I really want to tell you 
<laughs> few things first, but yeah, right. Whoa, the graphics... what's this hand with the big apple in it? This is weird. Yeah, so uh, best way to describe how it feels, what was that movie with uh, Tom Cruise where he ends up at the... Oh, Vanilla Sky? Vanilla Sky is a good place, but what's the other one where he's in the house, in that <laughs> house where everybody's having all the sex? Oh, oh, and, uh, um... Oh, uh, uh, the the final uh, movie from what's his name? Um, yeah, uh, uh, t- 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 uh, him and his wife. Uh, yeah, she's got him her, and his wife in, uh, in the house with the sex with the the, uh, the masks and the stuff, and that's <laughs> called uh, ba- uh, sh- sh- ba- eyes, eyes wide shut. Gosh, dang it! Thank you, thank you, chat room. Eyes wide shut. So yeah, it's like eyes wide shut because there's no sexual component, but everything is that weirdness you know large large hands holding apples and mask and people are trying to dress up in costumes uh and one of your main quest your main goal uh, overarching is to uh, acquire a costume that basically makes you look like norwood norwood the character who we're following or the character who uh the the hotel was named after because he got killed like in 1984 or something and so you're dressing up like him so that you can get into the concert and deliver this CD. That's the overarching of right. this game. It's really weird. It looks like and it's in the made meantime, in some 90s, 90s crap game engine. I, that's, the, that's a good question. I, I would love to know where this game engine comes from because uh, the all the characters are kind of not only androgynous, yeah. but they're almost broken. Like <laughs> yeah, the this... character models just look... They look jacked up. This guy's Funky. arm is all crooked, and yeah, you know how you know how you get that folding effect yeah. uh, on. If you've ever done any done any game programming and kind of mess with character models, if if a model is not really well designed, you could you can actually you know bend an arm in the wrong direction. You'll get like this weird folding effect, and everything looks funky. Yeah, this game looks like that all the time. Every time you walk around a character, you're like, "What is wrong with you?" Yeah, there's you're some stuff that's me like. Out. Like de- there's like decent textures, and then right yeah. next to it will be the blurriest, ugliest, smeary texture you've ever seen. And it's, then it's got yeah. The, it's it's funny because the further away you are from what you're looking at, yeah, the better it looks. Yeah, but then when you get up, when we get up close to it, you're like, yeah. what the crap? It's like old games. Like uh, I used to remember. I remember that feeling of like an Unreal tournament, the first Unreal tournament. Everything would look amazing from a distance, and then you'd run yeah. up right to a wall, and you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this is terrible! <laughs> what is this made out of? Yeah. Cardboard? <laughs> this is really bad. Like, what these, is going these, on right now? Like, these cars looked pretty cool until this guy walked up to them. Now they look like trash. Uh, so that's 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 the Illuminati part. Okay, uh, there's kind of like this <clears throat> Illuminati uh, musician thing going on because all the cars out in the parking lot, well, most of them except for one, and there's a reason, uh, have percent signs on them. And so your automatically your mind goes, oh, one percent. It's the you know it's the ultra rich, and uh, I don't fit in here. And you're constantly trying to. It's it's funny because you you're trying to get into you're trying to blend in as one of the people there, one of the rich people. However, rich people keep thinking that you're help, and so they ask you to do task instead. Mm. So yeah, you uh, got a job to do, man. Got a job to do, but everything everything you do in this game is weird. But it, it's it's like. When you first start, you don't want to get in. You're kind of like, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh. And mm. then you get into it mm. and you start playing and you're like, 
this is actually bending my mind right now, man. Mm. I'm like, did I just drop some acid? Because I feel like this is where I want to live, and I don't know if I can go back to the real world well, again. Well, let me ask you this. In a game like this, do you feel the way you do about like XKCD, the comic, or something where uh, the humor is all... It, the writing's great no matter what in those comics, but it's also right. stick people. Some would say, oh, wouldn't this be a better comic if it was actually well-drawn? And others say, no, 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 that's half the point, is that this is done in this very rudimentary style, and that's the juxtaposition against the kind of comedy it is. Is that right. true here where, um, oh, nice joke, They found he found a manual to something called the Lunksys router, and it's making fun of Lunksys. Anyway. Yeah, there's there's a lot of A lot of little like in-jokes and stuff. But um, yeah. is this one of those kind of deals where you're like, Sure, you could do this with a with a really good art team and a better engine and blah 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 blah. They could make it look really good and still be creepy. Or is this jank factor a, a big yeah. enough part of the of the creepy to, that you don't want to change that about it? I don't think you'd want to change it. I mean, you could certainly if the story is kind of weak, the uh, the dialogue is is kind of weird, but it's kind of effective because. Most of the characters you approach mm -hmm. are going to be in pairs mm -hmm. and they're going to be having conversations and you've got a choice between interrupting them or listening in and there's benefits to both. But every one of them is talking about things that you don't really know. So it really does make you feel like an outsider and you're learning new things about other characters that you probably don't really need to know to forward the story. But somehow it seems intriguing. And I've I've heard these kind of things from the same about his original game, uh, Cosmo D, mm. uh, the Jazz Man. Mm. He play he made a game called uh, Off Peak, which was free, and I believe it still is free. Uh, let's see if it still is. Uh, that is kind of it's got to be the same engine. I haven't played it. I've taken a peek at it. Mm. Uh, you can look. You can get it on itch.io. Uh, we've talked about that before on the show, uh, but I believe it is. Uh, looks like it is free. So and it is called Off Peak. So if you just want a flavor, a little touch of the Norwood Suite uh, before you play it, and you want to grab it for free, uh, I'll post that in the chat room. But uh, itch.io, look for Off Peak. Uh, it's got a lot of similar things to it, but it's a little less. It's a little more. Uh, it's not quite so put together. Yeah, I you, understand. It's weird. But, uh, put together. That's what's funny is this thing is so shoddily put together. I can't imagine what that. I know one it's it's the weirdest thing. I mean, there's one part where you have to go get somebody a sandwich, and you have <laughs> to go get like turkey and lettuce and tomato out of the kitchen, and you have to like take it to a slicer. But it's not like a slicer. It's like a platform, and you put the meat on it, and then you push a button. And this big silver platter, this shaped like a dog, I kid you not, shaped like a, a big round dog comes down and lands on top of the food and then bounces around for a little bit and pops up and then your meat's all sliced up. What in the what? It's, it's just like that kind of stuff all the way out. <laughs> it's really weird. It's a really weird game. All right. But well. I, I enjoyed it, though. It's, it's, it's something that you're just the whole time you're playing, you're going like, this is so stupid. This is so dumb. <laughs> and, you know, an hour later, you're still playing it. It's like, what the? I have games. I, I, I play things like that. I get it. And I like it a little right. artistic uh, weirdness once in a while. It sounds like this is that kind of game. I spent yeah. uh, my remaining gaming time with Farm Together. Yeah, I know. What? I know. I know people are sick of me talking about it, but you know the drill. 
Uh, hit level 30. That's cool. Uh, big thanks that to Vesa cool. Mora in the community. She helped me out by... So it's a long story, but during the Easter holiday, you could plant Easter eggs. I know. Mm. It doesn't make sense not how Easter ah. eggs are made, but you plant Easter eggs in your normal plots where you'd plant vegetables and corn and things like that. Uh, yeah. When they finished that up, you get XP for that and you'd get money for that. But the whole point was to plant up to, I think, 2,000 of them or something. And then you got wow. a bunny ears hat you could wear. <laughs> so... Now my farmer They're playing you for a fool. My black farmer with an orange beard is running around with bunny ears now. And it's great. So thanks to Vesa for that. That was super nice oh. of her. I also found a winning deck in Hearthstone. We're playing that a lot again. Oh, nice. And uh mentioned Tales of Candle Deep, Tomb of Annihilation last week. Still playing that. That game's great. That's a great little pick it up and messing around with it. Uh a little bit sweet. Back game. to the back to the um card game yeah. real quick before you before you get out of that uh i on good old games yeah is is has a deal right now where you can if you download you don't have to download the client but if you start the process of downloading uh the gwent the the card game oh yeah the witcher card game yeah, yeah uh it will uh it will offer you witcher for free oh one. wait the third uh the witcher three no not three free i'm not <laughs> Yeah, but is it The Witcher Three for free? Well, I, no, I think it's Witcher. Which what is it called? Is it not? It's not like remastered. So let me take a look. See what it's called. Uh, Bubba Dubba Dare. Which Witcher is it? Which Witcher is it? Is this on Good Old Games? It is on Good Old Games. Hold on, uh, let's see if I can course, find this. Uh, which means you can't register. You can't. You know, you can't uh, activate it on Steam. Right, However, it's their own thing. It's their GOG. Yeah. But what? But what's the? I want to know if they're giving away Witcher Three, like Game of the Year edition. Not, or it's something? not Witcher Three. It's Witcher. Uh, the first is it the first one? No, it's uh, Enhanced Edition. The Witcher Enhanced Edition. Wait, now is that the original Witcher just enhanced? I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so let's see here. The description of it is. There it is. You're right. The Witcher yeah. Enhanced Edition. This is the original game. It's ten bucks normally. So they're giving yep. you a $10 value, really. Right. Um, that, let me just say this. Excuse me. Ah! Here's what I'm going to say. The original Witcher, while an important game, certainly uh, the beginning of something special for, for CD Projekt. Oh, man, my audio went weird. Hold on, let me fix it. Fix, fix, fix. 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 What the heck? Oh, man. Why is it doing that? Okay, now we're no, good. No, no, you're, you're going up and down. It's weird. Yeah, I'm back. Um, sometimes I have a short in my uh, my volume thing on the mixer. I got to fix that. Anyway, uh, was I going to say? <laughs> oh, the original Witcher is not as good as you remember. That's all I'm saying. It's got major oh. problems. I'm not saying this isn't a good deal because it is. Gwent's a free card game anyway, and there, it's a good incentive to play Gwent, and they're doing some cool things with Gwent. I have no problem with any of that. Uh, but uh, the original, the original Witcher, whew, got some uh, some issues. Uh, enhanced edition, maybe that fixes a lot of that stuff. But they didn't really hit their stride till two, and then certainly three is right. Three is the three's the best. Yeah, three is incredible. Three three is the uh, uh, God of War closest I've gotten to how I felt about three since oh, since wow. that game because I would put I would put Vibrates. Witcher three way up there as far as great games of recent years. Uh, I think God of War's. I'll, I'll tell you when I'm done. It might be better than that. Is all I'm saying. I'm gonna play it between now and next week. Are you really, hey, Scott? That's yes. great. I'd love that. Do that. Uh, are you gonna? Do you want to play? Are you gonna guess my? Are you gonna guess my game? Yeah, let's play guess my game. This is a little game we play on the show. Uh, we we just started doing it for fun, and now it's kind of become a thing people really get into. I've heard a lot of nice things about it. Probably ought to have some kind of uh, 
theme, but I'll just play this again. I don't like Steam. There you go. So <laughs> we're going to play yours first, which is, uh, I don't know what this is, so I'm just going to click it and, you, and I'll see if I can guess. Okay, so you ready? Do it. Here goes. He cannot be allowed to leave this place. To ruin everything. I'm willing to take full responsibility for the horrible events of the last 24 hours, but you must understand. Oh, Doom. Why. You're playing Doom. This is Doom. Perfect. The, the you got it. The, the late recent Doom. Has clearly yep. gotten out of hand. Freaking love the intro to that game so much. Oh, it is such a bad a intro, man. Oh, it's the best. It's so good. Are you playing it now? Then I am. I am playing it now. Oh, good. I, wanted, I wanted to. I wanted to get a few. I wanted to get a little bit in uh, because I was wanting to uh, get the VR version, uh, and I want to see kind of how it how it tracks. Chat, chat room's right. Uh, they they he, that's very Optimus Prime sounding. I don't think that's Peter yeah. Cullen though, is it? It's probably not. I uh, is it? Might be. It could. It is possible, but I, I, for some reason, I don't think it is. I think the the voice sounds a little too young. Unless they just made him sound younger. Who knows? Also, fast fastidious. Who says uh, Kratos seems like too much of a dick? I just want to answer his thing real quick. <laughs> uh, or too much of a dick. He that the I'll say this: the new God of War game is about Kratos facing his dick past. <laughs> facing real, his yeah. dick. Wait for it. Past. past. Yeah, it's past yeah. his dick t- prime. Dick prime. <laughs> Which is Optimus Prime's other name, which Peter Cullen did voice. But I don't know about right. this character in uh, Doom. Uh, no, that's great. Doom's great, dude. You should be playing Doom. Doom's always good. If you didn't play Doom before, you should play it now. How's the... They had that weird online mode with, like, mods and custom maps and stuff. Is that still active and going? And oh, stuff? that's a good question. I haven't, I haven't tried that. I haven't, I haven't gotten that. Uh, I should, I I'm not installed currently. I should reinstall and check that. It was always interesting to me to see what people come up with, and I don't know how much they kept supporting it. But... Uh, I was I was into that, but yeah, Doom always a good recommendation. All right, oh, see if you can yeah. guess mine. You want to guess mine? Do it. Here we go. <laughs> Any guesses? Wow, that. Am I am I going to be in the right era if I say Atari twenty six hundred? You are in the right era, but you are in right the era. wrong room. <laughs> wrong, wrong console. You're in the wrong room. You would be in an arcade for what I just. Uh, okay, so you're so I'm at an arcade. Yeah, oh, that is. Uh, I'll play oh. the. I'll play this top bit again. <laughs> That, that should be that's your the, big that's the part that feels familiar because it, it sounds like we're populating the screens with uh with some kind of structures possibly oh uh, yeah, yeah you're you're getting warm you're warmish Ooh, chat room got uh, it but don't look at them they know what it is oh chat room knows yeah. dang you chat yeah. room yeah i love you so much talk louder it's uh, uh, I'll give it away. It's Atari Joust. Uh, well, it's Joust, not Atari Joust. Oh, it's Joust. Joust. It's the oh, it's it's Joust. the original arcade Joust, uh, uh, which was is still my favorite arcade game of all time. I, I'll tell you, I have, I think I have a stronger uh, memory of the Atari twenty six hundred Joust than I do the the arcade. I did play it in the arcade, but I played it a lot more outside the twenty six hundred Joust. Let's just see if. Uh, if we can get a little taste of that. Oh, I'm sure it didn't sound anything like that. You know, uh, the Ataris did not have the best sound chips in them. Yeah, here you go. 
Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh. That that's what I remember. I mean, I remember it playing okay. Like it yeah. wasn't the worst thing. It was not the worst uh translation. The worst translation that yeah. they did. Yeah. Sound was yeah. never right, but the the game. But I'm telling you, man, Joust. Oh, hard yeah. to hard to beat it even today. I just love, love, love Joust. There's actually some new game coming out on Steam that looks like a Joust homage. Right. Check that out and see if it's any good. Was it was it uh was it what was the what was kind of the version of Joust they had on uh the NES. Oh. It's kind of like some uh oh uh bubble bobble. Or no no no, sorry, uh not that, not that. Uh balloon fight, balloon fight. Balloon fight, that's it. Yeah. Balloon I fight. love balloon fight. Balloon Fight was like a that. great ripoff. It was a Nintendo thing, too. They made it themselves. Yeah. It wasn't somebody else. Uh, here's Balloon Fight. Let's see if we can get some sound out of that. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, it was basically... It was Joust. It was Joust with balloons and little Mario-looking guys, and that was it. Yes, it was. Yeah, and it wasn't quite... I don't know. Joust... I always wanted Joust to be a, like a movie. Like, guys mounted on flying ostriches with, like... You didn't watch Wizard from the 70s? <laughs> oh, I did, but that was shit. That was garbage. That wasn't. I mean, something Come on. good. I mean, something good. Like, you know what? Make this with, like, current tech. Uh, uh, um, who am I trying to think of? Like, Pixar-level kind of 3D approach to something like this? Oh, I'd be watching that. I'd be watching oh, that. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Chat room's right. Bubble Bobble, though. It's a pretty good game. Uh, all right. Well, you know what that means. It means this. Oh, that doesn't mean anything because I pushed the wrong button. Oh. All right, let's get into the big story of the week. Valve. You know Valve? They own Steam. I heard those guys. Yeah, you heard of Steam before? You know what's up with Steam? I know what's up with Steam. They have all my money. You don't like Steam is my understanding. You don't like Steam. I care for the name. Uh, (laughs) You still don't like the name, do you? Still not the name still that does not. It, it's like it's like somebody asking, "How about now? Do you like the word moist?" I don't like now? steam. Yeah, I still don't like steam. I don't like steam. Yeah, we know, we got it. It sounds like you're just saying it over and over, which is great. Well, it is. Yeah. I did say it over. And I over don't again. like steam. I could just keep doing that to you. Yeah, it's actually a, a brand new file every time. That's how many times I've said it. Yep. I'm moist like a towelette. That's not. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, anyways, uh, they acquired a new developer, and this is what they do. People forget they're really only you're like, oh, Valve, all their games are good. No, they only made one, and then a sequel, and then some expansions to them. But it's it, they're the Half Life developers. They made Half Life, one of the greatest video games ever made, no no doubt. But they didn't make Portal. They didn't make Portal. Well, I, I guess they did make Portal too, but they didn't yeah. make uh, uh, Left for Dead. And they didn't make what's no, the other one? No, they put their name all over it. And Dota, yeah, they acquire this stuff, and then they bring it in, and they polish that up, and 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 cultivate those developers, and they do a really good job at that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, remember, this is what Valve does when it came to games. Then Steam came along, and made it hard for, you know, anything else to happen game wise. Uh, Dota's the last thing they've done that's been original. They've got that uh, card thing coming out soon, but you could argue that's derivative of Hearthstone or the whole push to you know, go CCG or whatever. Well, they've acquired a brand new developer, not a brand new one, but a new developer for them. And that is the Firewatch developer, Campo Santo. 
Uh, there's a blog post from the team expanding on the deal. Campo Santo's upcoming, um, upcoming game in the Valley of the Gods will be released as a Valve game. A uh, decision to join Valve came after a series of long conversations, according to the blog post, and the team will continue to work on the games they want to, but under Valve's umbrella. That, again, according to the post. Um, let's see. They've acquired developers like Campo Santo before. It's not all that weird. Valve CEO Gabe Newell said the company is back in the business of making and shipping games. This is good news, by the way. It is great news. Did you ever, did you ever play Firewatch? Uh, yeah, Firewatch is awesome. It deserves all the uh, the praise it gets, yeah. and I'm not surprised they picked them up. These guys are smart, and I've also seen um, a couple of interviews with them, and they they were impressive to me. They seemed yeah. pr- pretty good. Uh, Artifact, a digital card game similar to Blizzard's Hearthstone, currently in development uh, development at Valve. Richard Garfield, the creator of Magic: The Gathering, is helping produce that game, which is kind of a big deal. And he hates Mondays. Yeah, go ahead. He says it's the it's the first game. That are going to be coming from us, unquote. Uh, Campo Santos blog post didn't include an update on the Valley of the Gods, but you can count on that game being released as a Valve title. So there you go. Valve expanding their game reach once again and adding a new thing they, to their belt. So there they you go. said they were going to do it uh, about a month ago, and dadgummit, they did it. They did they it. They said they were going to start doing that, and they did it. They weren't lying. They were telling weren't the lying. truth. Thank goodness for that. All right, time for us to dive into an email real quick. Boopshow at gmail.com is where these come. And Andrew sent one in and says, Hi, Scott and Brian. I just wanted to put to bed the farmer stereotype you guys mentioned on your last show. (laughs) I knew this would come back to get us. Yeah, it's biting us right in the butt. He says, I am a dairy farmer. I don't know why I said that. Why did I make a fart noise? (laughs) Lactose intolerant. Lactose, there you go. It's not me. I'm not lactose intolerant, but I know people who are. It's It's a real thing. Anyway, I'm a very, very uh, dairy. I'm a very dairy farmer who milks tw- 200 cows and has a small herd of beef cattle. But I love gaming. I have over 200 Steam games plus all the Blizzard games. I've been listening to your show since the beginning of the instance, and I usually listen while I'm milking my cows. That's awesome. Wow. Hold that still, Bessie Scott's reading emails. Anyway, in addition to the farming and gaming, I'm also a mayor of my local town. I freaking love this. Oh. Wow. Yeah, this is so great. And I build PCs and websites in my spare time. My website link is in my signature. Anyway, don't worry. I am not offended. I just wanted to point out to you that not all farmers are off the grid. That said, I never bother with farming sim-type games because we have uh, we have a 170-horsepower John Deere sitting in the yard, so I see no reason to pretend to farm when I can do it on a daily basis. Love all the yeah. shows and keep up the good work. If you ever want to meet me or chat, let me know. Uh, or sorry. If you ever want me on for a chat, let me know. He's not. He's not right. pr- uh, propositioning me, everybody, for like a meetup. Okay. I was hoping he was going to meet up because I wanted to see Scott question himself whether or not he was going to shake a man's hand who had touched two hundred cow udders oh, or no, more. No problem with that. Four hundred cow udders. No problem with that. A thousand cow udders. Totally fine. Don't care. That was. But aren't those udders kind of hairy? Is that yeah? But they're cows. They give you they give you the good milk, man. They're down there. That's their job. Is give you some milk. They're fine. They're good about that. Yeah, they're, I don't. I don't. Yeah. They don't bother me. Uh, yeah. Kind regards, Andrew. Well, Andrew this is one of my favorite emails we ever got, and um, we'll take you up with that sometime. Actually, it'd be fun to be fun to actually get a farmer's perspective on this craze of farm simulators. Now, the game I'm playing, Farm Together, is not a simulator by any stretch. It is like Mario Kart to your to your racing games. It's super mm-hmm. arcadey. It's meant to be that way, and that's why I like it. Um, there are plenty, though, on the on Steam and other places that are, uh, and, and consoles for that matter, that are super hardcore simulations 
of the farming experience. And it might be fun sometime to have somebody on who would know the difference, who could like speak to that. Then again, he doesn't play him, so maybe he wouldn't be able to. I don't know. But uh, we love emails I'm, like this. This is great. More this I'm with him, more. though, because there's that new game on Steam. Uh, it is PC Builder Simulator or mm. something like that. Oh, yeah. Somebody right last week recommended it or something. And we talked yeah. About and every time I see it and think about it, I'm like, oh, I need, I, that looks kind of cool. I need to get that. I'm like, do I really, really, really want to do that? Don't yeah. I get enough of that? Yeah, you might get enough of it already. Who knows? I. I probably do, and I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. We'll but have I to see. Want to. Yeah, I kind of want to. I want to check it out, but then again, I don't know if I want it. It sounds like work. <laughs> I don't want to do yeah. work. Also, if uh, Andrew ever comes in the show, uh, he can't give us his real voice at first. He definitely has to give us his best. Oh, as farmer, farmer voice. voice. Yeah, no, you can't. Yeah. You can't come on here talking normal. Forget no, it. no, we need our stereotypes to be intact. Please, thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, if you'd like to send your own email to the show, boopshow at gmail dot com. That's boopshow at gmail dot com. Frogpants.com dot or sorry, frogpants.com slash boop is our website. You can find us on Twitter at Boop Show. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. You can support this show at the Frogpants Patreon. Patreon.com slash frogpants. If you like it, go check it out. You can also support the show by buying stuff on the store. All of that at frogpants.com. And boopshow.reddit.com if you're a Redditor and want to follow us over there and submit stories and all that fun stuff. It's gonna do it for this week's boop. We'll be back next week with a whole bunch more. I'll be back from Vegas. Brian will play a little God of War. Oh, wait. Am I back Monday? I got to find out. I think I'm back Monday. Crap. I got. I don't know. Are you? Yeah. I, I'm thinking I'm back. I think I'm back, but I'm not 100% if I'm back. Anyway, whatever I am, we'll be here for you soon. And uh, everybody listening, take care. Stay out of trouble. See you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. Yeah. Boop.